Hi, I'm Antonio Centeno, and you're listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. Welcome to the Personal Image System Podcast. I'm Antonio Centeno, your host and the founder of Real Men Real Style. In this show, my goal is to help you learn to leverage the science of style to create your command presence. This is a personal image that sends the signal of confidence and trust and will help increase your earning power and attraction levels. All show notes can be found at realmenrealstyle.com along with hundreds of videos, articles, and infographics. Five tips to deal with criticism. And I'm going to be talking specifically about criticism that you receive when you look to improve your style, when you would look to just improve yourself and you look to become a better person, you look to make change in your life. And this question came up. If you haven't checked out my free Facebook group, you definitely need to join. Great group of guys because I look at what they're talking about and a number of people have said, hey, I'm making these changes. I'm feeling great about myself, but somebody in my life is criticizing me, is trying to hold me back. And sometimes, unfortunately, it's somebody really close to these guys. I've seen wives work to basically hold some of their husbands back. They just don't like the way that they're changing. Uh, they feel that, you know, they're going to have to step up their game. Uh, I've seen it where other family members, where brothers, where mothers, um, where friends. You go into the office and people are questioning, saying, hey, what are you trying to do? Make us look bad? You go out there and you just deal with somebody, you know, saying, hey, you know, what's up? You know, you just don't maybe like the attention or you don't like how people that uh, you, you meet up, you know, you go meet up with your friends at the at the bar and they're like, hey, man, what's up here? You know, it's like you trying to, you know, set, you call and calling you Mr. GQ or Mr. Esquire, but doing it in a way that doesn't, you know, you can tell that they're, it's, it's kind of, tongue in cheek. It's they're they're definitely jabbing at you. Asking about, you know, some guys they question your sexuality, which I know could be an entirely separate subject here. When, when did sexuality have anything to do with the man having self-respect for himself and presenting himself well? But uh, no, in this episode, I want to talk about five tips on how I would recommend you approach dealing with this criticism as you look to improve yourself. Tip number one is to understand that it's a reflection of them, not you. And I had this pointed out to me by my friend, Ryan Masters. He actually put together, it's a really cool story. He um, did some dating on you on, no, on Facebook, but this is, he, he actually got interviewed with the news on this. He put up an ad and he was able to, let's say he's just really smart with Facebook ads. I don't even think they can normally do this, but he was able to target specific women in his area. And he threw out just a really nice personal. And it was uh, when he did this with Facebook, it did actually very well. But then the news picked up on it and the local uh, news there in Denver actually called, brought him in. They talked about it and then they took his ad and they reposted it on their page. And he talked about how it was amazing that the same people would watch. I mean, his little personal ad was no more than two minutes. Actually, I think it was even less than a minute. So every hundreds and hundreds of people are watching the same exact thing, yet their comments would be something from something very supportive to like, hey, you know, seems like a nice guy, great catch, hope he finds what he's looking for, to complete 
hate and, you know, whether it be men or women, just people coming in and saying, what a, you know, blankety blank, what this guy is full of himself. No wonder he must, you know, he can't find, you know, anyone. He, this guy has all these mental issues. Um, they, I mean, a lot of it was, I'd say half of it was definitely attacking him for, for doing what? For simply putting himself out there and wanting to meet someone that he could have a deep and meaningful relationship with. Now, I use that example because I put out a lot of video. And many of you guys know the comments there on YouTube sometimes are, I have to say the vast majority are pretty darn awesome. But you do get some people that are just coming in and criticizing, hating, just jumping on. And I'm not really going to talk so much about haters here. I'm just talking about the people that come in and it's just painful. It's critic. They're just very critical of what you're doing. They're wanting to tear you down. They're wanting to say it's not, it's for some reason you are, you know, not right in what you're doing. But understand all these people watched the same thing. This is a reflection of them. It's really not about you. If you, if you look at it that way, that they have all, they're all looking in the mirror and what they're spouting, what they're putting there is simply their interpretation of what was seen and their personal reaction to it. And I think that, you know, it's, it's amazing because you know, you never know, you may be catching somebody at the bad day. And a lot of people do have a lot of bad days. Unfortunately, it may just be the way that person views the world, but understand oftentimes the criticism has nothing to do with you trying to improve yourself. It has nothing to do with you stepping up your style game. It has everything to do with the way that you're making this person feel, the way that you're reminding them that they have a ways to go, that they perhaps don't have the discipline. They don't have the courage to actually make the improvement. So in a sense, they're looking at you and wanting to tear you down or in a sense, you know, it makes them feel a little bit better. Again, a reflection of them. When you understand that, it's pretty easy to deal with some of the criticism. It almost makes you feel sad for the people that are uh, just criticizing you in a way that you really realize it's just a reflection of their life. Tip number two to deal with criticism is actually to take it and to ask, is it legitimate? Like, And the great part about this is I routinely question myself. I'm always asking, okay, am I doing my best? Am I, was the, are they right? Was I just too blatant with the sponsor? Was I actually, did I provide value? Did I, you know, really not say much in this video? Did I, could I have done this better? So I'm always one of my harshest critics. I'm always taking a step back and saying, you know, do they have a point here? Is this a legitimate criticism? So, but by questioning myself, I really, I put the critiques of others under a very harsh light. And so I look at like, who's giving me the criticism and do they actually have, do they have something to stand on to actually critique me? And I know this, you know, a lot of critiquers don't like this. The fact that you look at where they're coming from and you realize that, okay, well, this person telling me that I don't know what I'm doing when I'm building up a YouTube channel or when I'm building up an audience or running a business, let me think, this person is 19 years old and they've never ran a business and they're a college student. And okay, again, it goes kind of back to point number one, that I understand that them saying that this is way too expensive or that I shouldn't be, you know, I, 
it's really them just crying out and saying, Antonio, you need to talk about things like, I just have a money issue. Not, nothing wrong with that. That's just where they're at in their point in life. And all of a sudden, I'm able to look at that critique. I'm able to look at that criticism and realize, again, it's a reflection of them. And it's also not a full critique of my entire audience. My entire audience doesn't believe that. Oftentimes when I promote products, especially let's take uh, tanny underwear. You know, tanny underwear is not cheap. It's some of the best underwear out there. And, and I, I say this, I'm actually, I love his underwear. I'm always reaching for it. Amazing stuff. But it is not inexpensive. You really need to expect, I mean, you're going to be treating yourself to some of the best underwear in the world. But that's not a lot, you know, that's not a huge percentage of my audience, which is going to go out there and spend that kind of money on underwear. But there are men out there who have the income, who have the, the, the means, and they actually do put, you know, having great quality underwear high enough on their priorities that they have no problem going out there and getting the best. They want the best in, in everything that they put on their body, they put in their bodies. And for those people, that's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's, you just realize that you can't please everybody. And that if you really ask yourself those hard questions, if you are your own worst critic, whenever those criticisms then come your way, you can look at them and say, you know, I've asked that question of myself and I've already answered that for myself and I can move on and not be hampered by this. Tip number three to deal with criticism is to congratulate yourself because you are a leader and leaders have never been universally loved, especially in their own time. Just look at anyone out there that has led, has been out there at the front and you will find people that will say there was something wrong there. They were, you know, take Winston Churchill. I know that in many ways he doesn't have a good track record on many other, you know, his his views on India and all of that stuff. Yeah, I doubt, I get that. But when it comes to a person that led their country through a war and at very extreme times, it's hard you'd be hard pressed to find someone that didn't inspire more. But what's funny is a lot of people don't know right after World War II, he was sacked. I mean, his country threw him out. He was not a peacetime politician and he was ruthlessly thrown out. And it was something that we see this with a lot of leaders. You go back to Abraham Lincoln, you know, he was at a, it was a very divided time. And in his time period, I mean, the guy was assassinated. I mean, he was enough people hated him and they felt that he was, you know, he was wrong that anytime you put yourself out there, and I'm not, you know, not saying I am anywhere close to those leaders, but I am saying that any leader, anyone that gets in front of others and tries to take, tries to get those to rise up is going to face resistance and you're going to deal with the critics. But as Teddy Roosevelt talked about, you know, what, what kind of counts is the man on the, in the arena, the man with the blood, sweat, the tears, not the critic up in the stands who ne neither, you know, feels pain nor feels what it's like to lose, nor has the chance of victory. Tip number four is to meditate. And I know that sounds pretty big, 
pretty Eastern. For some of you that know that I'm a conservative from uh, Midland, Texas, I, and I say I'm more of like play a classic liberal, if anything, and you can search that up what, if you want to draw any conclusions. But I will say that I grew up in a very conservative area where people, you know, have no problem with, with guns. People have no problem with telling you how it is. People, you know, yeah, let's just say uh, that's where I grew up and the kind of the background. And meditation was not viewed as something useful, as something that it was viewed as one of those things that those weird Easterners or those Californians are out doing. That's how I guess people around me would kind of put it. But the more I learned about meditation, and I think I have a grandmother, uh, she passed away, but she was Buddhist. And she had met my grandfather after or during World War II, and he brought her back over from uh, Okinawa. And her, you know, she introduced me to Buddhism, and I took some classes on it. And I have to admit, I don't do it regularly. But if you're stressed out, if you are just worried about what in the world, like what people are saying about you, that the world's coming in around you, I find something as simple as focusing on your breathing is, and for me, that's meditation. I'm not going to say that I sit and I go, um, and that I cross my legs and that kind of stuff. No, I simply will lay down. And I love this when I'm going to sleep. So it actually puts me to sleep in any amount of stress is I simply focus in on the air going into my nose and coming out. Now you're wondering, Antonio, what does this have to do with dealing with criticism? What it does is being able to meditate, being able to calm yourself really allows you to take that left side of the brain, that crazy side of the brain that is trying to make sense of all this world. And because the fact is you'll get maybe one piece of criticism with 10 pieces of you are awesome, you are great, you you are a leader, you are what we need in this company. But then you get that one person that writes you an anonymous letter and says, you need to go back where you came from. I don't know where you came from, but you are destroying this company. You do not have the competence to lead. Now understand that that is one out of 10. We're talking 10% here. And yet you are focused in on that. In fact, the left side of your brain, the facts are, again, that 90% of the of the letters you received from real people, not anonymous people, actually was all positive. But this one anonymous, this 10% is somehow just affecting the left side of your brain and you're going nuts here. You are, you're thinking, gosh, there must be a conspiracy. I'm sure that for every one of these crazy anonymous people that hate me, there's a hundred more that do. And, and that's the thing with meditation is it can help you take that left storytelling crazy side of your brain that tries to make sense of the world and oftentimes is just taking it down the wrong path, going to an extreme. It can help bring it back and allow you to focus in our what are the facts. The facts are, is that 90% of the feedback is positive and you can actually, people did take credit for what they were saying. And, and the other fact is that you just get some anonymous person who is probably that person that is going to get fired and doesn't, they don't like the change that you've brought in. I see this all the time in my comments, um, in some random emails. I, I get great testimonials all the time, but occasionally I'll get the hate letter. And it's always funny because it comes from someone who does not identify themselves. Uh, they're, you know, just writing me with some crazy uh, made up email address and they're just cursing into me. And those things can sting. And at the end of the day, though, you've got to just say, realize, okay, it's a small percentage. 
And you can use meditation to kind of help bring you back to look at the facts and to turn off that left crazy side of the brain. The final tip on dealing with criticism is to surround yourself with peers who you can share all of this with. So I highly recommend masterminds. And if you're not familiar with the term, definitely do a quick search on it. Check it out. A mastermind is the idea that you've got a group of people who you consider to be peers coming together on a scheduled date and time regularly. So hopefully you can get to know each other, whether it be business, whether it be personal, but where you can be open and you can share some of these things. And then all of a sudden you start to realize that you're not alone, that they give you insights, oftentimes something you may know deep down inside, but they're just able to articulate and it kind of gives you confidence to move forward with it. It's, it's actually great to hear, and I've got some certain mastermind groups where we will actually post some of these critiques that we randomly receive, and we do it in a way that we actually have fun with it. I know this kind of sounds bad, but uh, in one of my masterminds, we'll, you'll get a piece of hate mail, and a guy will take a screenshot, and he'll post it and say, hey, just got a letter from my biggest fan. And you post it knowing that, gosh, it stings just a bit. But when you get five or six other guys that you respect chiming in saying, oh, that's nothing. You should have seen the one I got yesterday or, or like, did you notice that he, you know, he used caps lock or that everything was capitalized? Obviously, he's got anger issues. You're having a little bit of fun and it's coming from people that you respect, people that you know have gone through it as well. And that, that mastermind, those peers that you can commiserate with, it just really does make a difference in helping you to be able to get past these bits of criticism. If you enjoyed this episode and you want the show notes, make sure to go grab them over at realmenrealstyle.com forward slash episode 37. Thank you for listening to the Personal Image System Podcast. If you would like more information on men's style, business communication, and grooming, go check out realmenrealstyle.com. There, you're going to find my free eBooks and our premium courses to help you take action on the information that will improve your life. I'm Antonio Centeno, and until next time, stay stylish. Stay stylish.